Hey, On The Clock fans, you're listening to another episode with your hosts Raul Lascano and George Martinez as they square off and tackle all of today's hot topics in sports news, trends, current issues happening locally and nationally, as well as highlighting some of our local student athletes across the Sunshine State. Now, welcome your hosts, Raul Lascano and George Martinez. You're on the clock. Okay, what's going on, everybody in Tampa? This is On The Clock Radio with Raul Luscano and my man, George Martinez. What's up, George? How you doing, sir? What's up, man? Just trying to stay so fresh and so clean. That's what I'm talking about. Can't wait with it, man. We got a lot to talk about, man. There's a lot of interesting things going on in the in the sports world that we just... <laughs> Some of it's hilarious. I'm not going to lie to you. We got NFL stuff. We got to talk about this Jags, freaking Ravens, Vikings mess that's going on. The Patriots cornerback, J.C. Jackson. Uh, We got to talk about Winston getting the start at the Saints. That's going to be dope, man. I got to see how that works out. Uh, We got the NBA draft that happened just last night, man. Uh, Some some major picks. People thinking Mel was going to go first, but he didn't. So we got to talk about how that goes up and down. We got to talk about how Harden just cold-heartedly turns down $50 million. God, I don't turn down 50 cents, bro. I'm not turning down 50 million. But whatever, I understand, you know, pride is a pride is a tough thing, man. We got to do our pickums. We got to go over who's doing what. I know you're probably batting a, a thousand over there with that <laughs> with the pickums kicking my ass over here. And then we got to see for fantasy football, start them, sit them. Got some interesting picks for you guys. Stick around. You don't want to miss it, man. It's on the clock on this beautiful Thursday. Welcome to the show, baby. That's a Tampa. That's a Tampa classic right there, George. What do you think? About yeah, that? If you don't, if you don't know, now you know. Now you know. I'm still doing the dance. That's ah. right. Ah. Tell him, Kai, what you got? That's what I'm talking about, man. What's going on, George? Man, how you doing, sir? How's the family? Family's good. Yeah. It's been a you know it's been a long, long week yes. this week. Yes. Uh, but again, we had some exciting. Yeah, I got my Bucks get the third shot at primetime TV here on Monday night. Yeah, they bounced back I'm pretty excited. well, man. They did good. I'm excited. I'm excited about that. We had the Ravens lose to the Patriots. We had Tennessee <laughs> drop another game. Yep. They play each other now. The Saints without Drew Brees at the helm. He got turnover. Jameis taking over yeah. in W's on camera yeah. already. I mean, it's it's been a great, great sports week, man. How how are you doing? How's the fam? Oh, they're good, man. I you know they're getting big and they're getting stronger and they're eating up on my freaking house. But yeah, everybody's everybody's doing uh, exactly what I thought they'd be doing, <laughs> messing with all my crap. Uh, getting ready for the holidays outside. When you go to my house outside, it looks like Thanksgiving. Outside it looks like we're ready for turkey and sweet potato pie. It looks like we're ready. Inside the house, it's it's literally fucking Whoville. Um, <laughs> it looks like the Grinch is still Christmas. It's fucking oh, Whoville. We got Whoville going on. I got lights and cars and books. And every night, my daughter wants me to read her uh, a book. Just last night, we literally read Santa Claus is Coming to Florida. If you never read that book, <laughs> that's, that's a real there page turner right there, buddy. I'm trying to tell you. Uh, but everything's good, man. Everything's fine. Like you said, the sports world is turned upside down. The confirmed uh, uh, shoulder injury to Drew Brees is confirmed. Our your guy Jameis Winston is 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 uh, going to go ahead and get the start. He got it. Oh, I'm sorry, not a shoulder. It was the ribs, wasn't it? It was ribs. That's what it was. Ribs. So I apologize. Let me let me backtrack. It was the ribs that messed him up. So now Winston's going to get a start, which means who are they playing this weekend again? Are they playing the? I think they're playing the Falcons. Okay, so somebody on the Falcons is going to get a pick six. So that's, that's at least that's, at least one guy. That's a guarantee six points. Listen, for that team. Raheem Morris and the Falcons, when they woke up to the news that Drew Brees has rib injuries, a potential collapsed lung, yeah, and they said, "Please let Jameis be the backup, not Hill. Don't put Hill in. Not, no, no, don't put Tyson Hill in." Oh, Let's put Jameis in. And reports came out that Jameis is is on track to start right. this week. Now, what people it depends. It depends how much of a football fanatic you are. If you watched last week's game and you actually watched the Saints play, right. 
In the second half, Jameis tried to be Jameis. God. It was so, rough to watch, man. Yeah, I mean, he 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 barely threw. He 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 was under 100 yards passing, was like 4 of 10 passing for for the game there in the second half. He came in the second half, but he had a Jameis moment. Play action pass. He gets ready to throw the ball deep. He decided to check it down short and threw it immediately to a linebacker. He dropped it. He dropped it. Yeah. Had that guy caught the interception, America would have lost it. The internet would have went nuts. Do you realize the memes that would have gone on? But instead, it was a boring game. Them and the 49ers, the Saints were in control. After that, Sean Payne said, just hand the ball up to Kamara. 25 times. Do that. Do that over and over again until your arm hurts from hand the ball off so many times and they squeaked out of there with a win. But now they got a division divisional game here. You got the Falcons and they're going to Atlanta. Mind you, and again, there's no fans in the, in in the game. So it takes away a little bit from the, from the pressure of going into it. But you got, you got to think, you know, Jameis, he was, he mocked the bucks when, when the saints beat Tampa in a shellacking, here on on Sunday Night Football in Tampa, it was like thirty eight to three. Yeah, it was rough. And you saw, you know, Jameis post game interview. Drew Brees is having an interview, and Jameis decided to come around and and eat a W. God, like he's eating a little chicken wing. The worst motivational speech <laughs> in fucking history. It was so bad, but, man. So did you know? Fun fact, you know, I like to give them to you. I haven't yeah. given them to me in a while. There's been a couple of shows as I've kind of laid off the fun facts. Right. The NFL is actually looking into an investigation against the Saints Why? because they were seen in the locker room post game. All players were none of them wore a mask. No coaches wore a mask. I know what you're talking about. They were dancing in the locker room. They were dancing. They were doing a dance off. You you had Sean Payne doing the two step closer than six feet. Yep. Yeah, oh, I remember. absolutely. Like the night lights were going and shit. Yeah. Uh, oh, it was a dance club yeah. in the visitors' locker room in Raymond James so, that day. So I got a couple things with the Saints along with that. First of all, medically, how do you have a potential collapse lung? It's either collapse or it's not collapse. Potentially, <laughs> let's me know that there's some serious damage. Like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Potentially, I think your lung is going to collapse. That's number one. Number two, I think you start Hill. I think you start Hill. I don't think you start James Winston. I'm sorry. Hill's been with the team longer, and he has a different um, aspect to the game. He brings something to the game where Hill can actually see people and numbers <laughs> and recognize jerseys. To where Winston cannot, right. Colorblind would be nice. You know, he's not colorblind. And I don't care how many times you do surgery on this guy's eyeballs. He's going to throw it to a different team every time he gets a snap. All right, so I'm going to put you on the clock here. Sure. Jameis is going to start the game. What is your prediction? How does he do? He throws full stat line. He throws for over 200 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions. Man. That's a really good stat line. That is his M.O. That is his average. That's what he does. <laughs> you, can, career. you can bet on it. Somebody's going to get a pick. So I'm going to go a step further. I'm going to say throws for 200. Mm-hmm. He's going to hover around a 50% completion percentage. I'm going to say 55% wow. completion percentage. Okay. I'm going to say he only throws one touchdown. But I do agree with you. I think he throws two picks. And one of the two... Picks almost is a pick six. I think Michael Thomas catches a guy going down to the red zone and he tackles him 10-yard line. I'm going to go opposite of that. I think Michael Thomas throws his hands up in the air. Like, <laughs> I told you to start goddamn hill. What the? Why do we have this blind guy? He doesn't on the team? tackle anybody. He doesn't tackle anybody. He just walks off the sideline like, you threw it, you go chase him. <laughs> That's your ball, buddy. Go get your ball back. Now, I know we had some exciting games that happened yeah. last weekend. Yeah. What did you think of DeAndre Hopkins Moss? Bro, that goes what down in history as one of the greatest catches in history. Ever. Ever. Bro, did you see the meme where he said this is a 
the meme says it. Oh, you guys were fooled. This was a Nike commercial because all the guys around him <laughs> wearing like Jordan. Reeboks and he's wearing a Nike Jordan glove or whatever. He's wearing Jordan gloves. Freaking classic, man. Classic. It, I think that was amazing. The, you know, God bless uh, the Bills. They went down there. Allen and and uh, who was the uh, what's his name came from the Vikings. Stephon Diggs. Diggs, beautiful catch. I mean, thinking you got the game locked up, and then here comes five foot three freaking Kyler Murray, <laughs> and he just launches a freaking ball. And literally, it literally looked like, well, shit. I think D Hop is down there somewhere. So forget it. Let's just throw, throw it, it up to him. Forget it. He'll get it. And him going up between three guys. Oh my god! Three guys. If That's this- almost for me. You know, you, you have the David Tyree helmet catch in the Super Bowl. Oh, classic. Which, by the way, let's talk about Glendale being there's something in the air. Yeah. Everything great happens in Glendale. <laughs> Everything great, huh? I'm going to give you three moments. Okay. Okay. In Super Bowl, in, in NFL history. Sure. All happened at the same place. What's that? At Glendale? At Glendale. Oh, shit. The interception by the Patriots against the Seahawks on the one-yard line. The Marshawn Lynch didn't hand the ball off. Yeah, the scenario. Ball, the horrible play call, yeah. Happened in Glendale. Right. David Tyree's helmet catch. Happened, happened in Glendale? In Glendale. Oh, my God. And then you had DeAndre Hopkins' game-winning Hail Mary catch happened in Glendale. There's probably other things that happened in Glendale as well, but those are three major ones. <laughs> those those three, are three I mean, major ones. Like, I mean, yeah. Because the top it, catch it, that I remember was Randy Moss catching the one-hander in the back of the end zone as a Patriot when he roasted freaking Darrell Rivas. Like, to me, that was just amazing to see him catch that thing one-handed. Like, boom, thank you, appreciate that. Um, Jerry Rice, his left arm being pulled by the DB and him still catching it with one hand. Beautiful catch. But game winners... Yeah, this is this goes down in beautiful history. This is amazing, man. D Hop, what he did, man, that was beautiful. What do you think about Patriots and Ravens? Because I got some stuff to tell you about the Patriots, man. Oh man, so that game was Patriot brutal Ravens, to watch. That's so that's a def to me. That's a definition of a playoff atmosphere. That in was AFC. in the AFC. That looked like it the worst what, possible rain. nightmare for a football player. Like, it was. You say it was raining. That junk looked like sleet. Because you know how cold it is up there. So call it sleek. <sighs> Think about what, when our playoff games played in December, early January. Wait, wait, wait. Have you ever played in snow? Yes. That bones do not oh, break in when in snow or con- in, in, in ice. Them shits shatter. Okay, <laughs> it sucks. It sucks to play in the cold. I don't care how much stuff you have on. It sucks to play oh, in the cold. Terrible. God, it's terrible. Playoff weather. It I is. Mean, about is. Brady Raiders. The the Tuck Rule happening in feats upon feats of snow. I got another one for you. It's Miami versus the Patriots. It's the famous kick that the players, the kicker. <laughs> They called the timeout to clear the snow. To move, to move the sand. To move the snow to out of the way. To move the snow out the way so he can have his plant foot good to kick the winning field. Yeah. I think it was against Dallas, maybe. I think it might have been against Dallas. That's playoff weather, though. Yeah, I mean, all those things are playoff weather. So this was a pay, very playoff-ish type of game. Now, the question I got for you was, yeah. are the Ravens truly contenders? They've lost two in a row. Yeah. They're, you know, I've always wondered about the Ravens offense as a whole coming into year two, yeah. you know, which is my same concern with Kyler Murray and some of these other guys that don't run traditional offenses. Year one, they catch everybody by surprise. Yeah. Year two, maybe a little bit of a shock, but teams start to adjust. Year three, defense figure it out. And the defense have on Lamar Jackson. They figured it out. Defense have figured out that running game against Lamar Jackson. They're forcing him to throw the ball. Mm-hmm. He does not have the weapons to throw the ball. They just signed Des Bryant to the practice squad. They've activated him yeah. off the practice squad. So he's maybe getting involved here shortly with them. But are the Ravens legit contenders now? I really, I mean, if, if, 
if they play like the way, and again, I take it to weather, weather, you know, eliminates the, what you do the best. But um, I think the Ravens, yeah, I think they figured it out, man. Defenses have, have figured out, okay, I'm just going to push the lineman enough to create a pocket, cause pressure, but I don't want to rush him to make him run. So let's keep him in this little bubble and let's force him to throw the deep out or the crossing route. You know what I mean? Let's force him to actually make accurate, beautiful throws. And in a game like that where it was raining like hell, all you got to do is take away the run and force him to throw the ball, and it's a wrap. You know, And it's not that Lamar can't throw the ball. He can throw it. You know what I'm saying? I think they need to do a little bit more play design to, to help him out a little bit. But it, for whatever reason, he can't hit a 15-yard out, man. For whatever reason, he's they, just not good at it. In my opinion, they don't have the receivers. Besides Mark Andrews who's playing tight end, there's nobody. You don't like Brown over there? Receivers. He's a he's a speedster. He's a he's a Deshaun Jackson kind of guy. Yeah, but if that's the only guy you have, you can easily double him over the top. Oh, that's true too. Yeah, and you true. have no one underneath. You don't have a possession guy. You think you think about you know other quarterbacks that have been in that running style, right? Think about Michael Vick had receivers. Right, they can throw the ball to. You think about McNabb had receivers. You think about Richie Cunningham had receivers. Yeah, you think about all these guys that were mobile type of quarterbacks all had even Russell Wilson to this day. Yeah. He got DJ Metcalf and DK Metcalf and, and he has Lockett. Yeah. To throw the ball to you think about Kyler Murray, right? They, they went out and got DeAndre Hopkins to pair him up with Larry Fitzgerald. Yeah. Right. Your deep guy, and your short guy. Yep. Name a receiver that plays for the Ravens besides Malcolm Brown. And, he, and he's not that good. Mm. So maybe they so, got to go get another guy next year. They gotta go get a. They gotta get a big time receiver that can demand coverage. Because yeah. again, if you can push the ball down the field, it's gonna make it easier to run. Oh, absolutely! Opens the box up. Otherwise, we can just play man to man coverage, stack the box, put eight guys in the box, force Lamar to do what he doesn't like to do, which is throw the ball again, out routes, crossers, deep passes down the middle of the field. Okay, Willie Sneed's not gonna get it done. No. Not at all. Willie Sneed is getting older, not younger. So, I'm going to give you a fun fact. I'm going to give you a prediction. The Ravens will trade for Odell Beckman, Odell Beckham in the offseason. Oh, I, I that's a great fucking, that's a great one. That's, I mean, I agree with that. They need to get somebody else. I mean, because like you said, stack the box, play man on man. He really can't move and do anything. He can't. And on the other side of that, the Patriots guy, freaking J.C. Jackson, you see how well of a game he's played? And I, I want to ask you, I actually want to talk to you about J.C. Jackson, man. Uh, that Patriots cornerback in, in four games has six interceptions. Oh did you hear how they screwed him over? Did you hear about uh, Did you no. hear about what they tried to what? do? No. What happened? <laughs> Let me tell you something. NFL is a hell of a goddamn game, boy. You know, it's a business. Oh, it's a business. It's a hell of a business. J.C. Jackson was purposely left off of the Pro Bowl voting list. By the Patriots. With six interceptions in four games. In four games, and he leads the league in the interceptions. Wow. So they purposely put him off the Pro Bowl list, and some people were saying, well, because, you know, that he's a he's a free agent next year. Maybe they don't want people to know about it. Maybe they don't want him to right, raise his price, and, you know, maybe the Patriots got to pick up some of that bill, and they don't want to do it. Who knows? You know what I'm saying? But Twitter went crazy yesterday that this guy was not on the freaking Pro Bowl list. And everybody's like, well, Bill Belichick probably was doing that to expose the NFL of how crazy it is. Because do you know who puts them on the voting list? Who puts them on there? The actual team and the staff put you on the voting what? list. Your own organization puts you on the Pro Bowl list. Did not know so that. Bill Belichick said, I'm not going to put him on there because I don't want to pay him. Yeah, and I don't want other people to know about him. And then... I can probably tell him, hey, listen, we're going to give you this price. The market isn't very good out there. Nobody really knows. Like, did you know who J.C. Jackson was? I did not. No, nobody does. Nobody knows that he leads the leagues, that he leads the league in picks. Nobody knows that. Nobody has any idea about that. But Bill does. Bill, Bill has an idea of it, and he he sure enough doesn't want to pay that bill. He doesn't want to pay that. So I don't know, man. I, I think you you like you said, you know, Bill Belichick does a great job going out to get players. I think that needs to happen with Harbaugh. He needs to figure it out, you know, f- and do it soon because the Harbaugh brothers are having a tough. <laughs> they're having a tough <laughs> year, buddy. They, they both will be home for Christmas oh, next year if they don't figure it out. Absolutely, then, and then you better figure it out quick because you're not going to have a, a caliber quarterback like Lamar Jackson 
sitting there for another three, four years without weapons. Right. It's not going to happen, man. And then same thing with uh, Cam Newman. Cam Newman. He, Newton. I'm sorry. Cam Newton. I can't talk today. Cam Newton. He doesn't have anything either. He's got nothing. I feel bad for this guy. Yeah. So so here's a question. Yeah. Uh, and I'll ask you this question. Should have, should have Cam Newton signed mm. with the Patriots? I told because you what team he should have no went to. He had no weapons. Yeah. He took a deal that was less than <laughs> there's backups making more money. <sighs> For God's sakes, Blaine Gabbert. In, injured backups. Injured backups. Make more money. Okay. Yeah. Um, should he have gone to the Patriots versus someone else? Bro, I told you he should have went to Cleveland. If I'm Cleveland, I'm sorry. Baker's not going to get it done. And with the weapons that Cleveland has, Cam Newton can do something with that. Cam Newton can do something with that. Absolutely. Absolutely. But he said he's happy with the Patriots. Patriots is a winning organization. And, and again, Bill Belichick, they'll figure it out. They'll get it done. You know, nobody's calling. Nobody's ruling them the Patriots out and, and saying that they're done. You know what I mean? They'll, they'll bring in guys. They'll figure something out. They'll trade or do something. You know what I mean? And, and speaking of the trades, um, <laughs> have you heard about the unity that is in the NFL going on in the NFL? The unity that is the Jags, the Packers, the Bears, and the Lions, which I know that sounds ridiculous. That sounds crazy. Unity? What are you talking about? Unity. When I say a four-way, and I, and I hate to cuss. I hate to cuss and be, be, be explicit here. But a four-way, a four-way fuck the Vikings is happening right now amongst us. What? Okay, so check this out, man. I can't pronounce this guy's name. He played for the Jaguars, played defense. It's a, a, a Naku, 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 something, N-G-A-K-O-U-E. How do you say that? I don't even know how to pronounce that. I'm going to butcher the crap out of it. I have a Florida education. It's butchered already. So okay, it's butchered. It's good. So anyway, this player was traded from the Jags over to... He's pretty good defensive end. Oh, he's 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 really good. So he was traded to the Vikings, and then the Vikings ended up trading him to the Ravens. Well, in the contract, he is potentially now for the Ravens. Can He's on the Pro Bowl list. Okay? Okay. He's, he's, on, the, voting. he's on the Pro Bowl list. Harbaugh put him on the list. If he makes the Pro Bowl and voted to go to the Pro Bowl, the Vikings, by contract, have to give up a fourth-round draft pick to the Jaguars. To the Jaguars. They have to give it up. If the Ravens were to make the Super Bowl, they have to give up the fourth-round draft pick to the Jags and a third-round draft pick to the freaking Ravens. What? <laughs> I don't know who negotiated this contract. I don't know who said yeah, he'll never uh, be a Pro Bowl. Not the Vikings. <laughs> apparently not. So right now, right now, there's four organizations that have joined together like something off of freaking Game of Thrones, okay? And they are now trying to screw over the Vikings, right? The Packers, the Bears, and the Lions are now the and these are the fans. The Packers, the Bears, and the Lions fans have become together. Well, in Jacksonville, because Jacksonville wants to pick. And Jacksonville. They have aligned themselves in this in this survivor type atmosphere, reality TV. I am going to vote you off the island type shit. And they're trying to screw over. Each one of those guys are on the computer like, okay, NFL.com. Here it is. Vote. 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 Let me get out of here. Refresh. NFL.com. Vote. (laughs) They're voting for him so that Vikings can give up a fourth-round draft pick. That's how tough a division is. Okay? You know you have a tough division when you have unified. I love it. To screw over. (laughs) I love it. Bro, it is hilarious. It is the funniest thing I've heard in a long time of, well, screw these guys. We're going to jump on the background with the Jaguars. Let's help the Jags out. We never got to play them. They're not in our division. Screw it. We'll screw it. We're going to ban with so you. They get an extra fourth-round pick. The Vikings don't have it. As long as it's the Vikings don't get a fourth-round pick. Can you Which, imagine? by the way, it's the only fourth-round pick they have in the fourth round of the next year draft. Imagine they also lose a third to the to the Ravens because Bruh. they made the Super Bowl. <laughs> the Packers, the Bears, the Lions fans are all asking everybody in the Ravens division to lay down. <laughs> Steelers, stop it. Cleveland, you're done. Knock it off. Chicago, um, not Chicago. Uh, 
Uh, Cincinnati, knock it off. Please. God, they, let's, it, let's just stop competing. We need the Ravens to win the division, win the playoffs. Kansas City, chill. We need them in the Super Bowl so we can screw over the Vikings. Yeah, a third and a fourth round pick. Fourth and a third, bro. Would would leave Minnesota and and one would head to the Ravens. The other one would go to Jacksonville. That is hilarious. Though, first of all, there's a lot of bad deals. This is one of them. There's, there's a lot of bad deals. The Herschel Walker deal from Jimmy Johnson was the worst one I've ever seen. Well, smart well, one on him, but. Yeah, smart one for him. And, and, and then again, whoever signed Ryan Leaf to a contract. Which, by the way, the Herschel Walker draft. trade, Herschel Walker deal, involved the, the Vikings. <laughs> wow, that's almost as bad. So, did, off subject here. Right. Did you know the New York Mets have to pay a player a million dollars every year for the next 18 years? No. What? Yes. What? <laughs> $18 million? Yeah, they, but they do it. Bro, could you imagine uh, getting paid a million dollars? You're looking this up right now. Do what you got to do. I'm going to stretch this segment out as much as I can right now. $18 million, a million dollars a year. I am never working ever. If I lived in New York, I am on top of a building hitting golf balls off. All right, so here it is. Oh, my gosh. Bobby Bonilla. Oh, yeah. I know Bobby. Yeah. He gets paid roughly $1 million every July 1st until 2035. Did he save somebody's kid in the front office? Like, what happened? He has not played in 10 years. Oh, I know. I know. So that's why I'm asking. How did this, how does he, great deal. It was in his contract. Great deal. (laughs) That if the Mets cut him, or let him go. He had to pay them roughly a million dollars every year. And he gets a second payment. In a nutshell, he gets paid $1.5 million a year to be retired. That's what I'm to saying. To be at home. That's what I'm saying. This happened in 1999. This contract is 21 years old. Who? We got kids that we know. Bro, that are older. <laughs> Bro, who made this deal? I don't know. I need that agent. I well, they need the agent or the guy that slipped this in the contract without anybody knowing, and everybody signed off on it. How Somehow, does that work? Because the Mets have already paid Bonilla ten million, ten seven, ten point seven million, and they still owe him another nineteen million. And New York Mets fans are wondering, how come we don't have enough money to go get players? <laughs> We're paying retirees. Dead money. Oh, my God. It's That's crazy. That's now, um, among that, there's other money owed to other players. Okay. And we're and we're off we're off subject slightly, but go ahead. I think this is very, we'll pull, very we'll, good information. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna pull it in here in a little bit. Manny Ramirez is owed two million per year from the Red Sox of 2026. So I, this is why, listen, listen to me. We have said this before in, in a million ways. Baseball money and NBA money are the best money to go get. Oh, absolutely. If I, I had a 6-3 or 6-4 giant in here, we're hitting jump shots. You know what I mean? In threes. Oh, in threes all, all day. day. Think about this. Ken Griffey Jr. gets paid $3.5 million from the Cincinnati Reds until 2024. Bro. Baseball money is big money. How do it these guys have crazy. this much money? How, how come the NFL can't do this? Right. There's no way. David Wright. David Wright from the New York Mets. The Mets have a lot of old payrolls guys still on there. Paid $12 million to David Wright, who retired four years ago. Bro. Bro, to do nothing. He's at the to pool barbecuing Jim. hot dogs and hamburgers. Saving his $12 million. Get the freak out of here. You know who turned down $50 million? Oh, boy. Speaking I, of money, let's just, let's just, let's just, crazy. Since we're off the stuff, let's just roll into it. For James Harden to turn down $50 million a year. Per year. Guaranteed per, money because all NBA contracts are guaranteed. All of them are. From the Houston Rockets means one, 
he's completely freaking done over there. He does not listen to me, George. When's the last time that we went out and I was and you were like, hey man, I'll pay for your meal? And I was like, no, bro, I'll do it myself. Every time every time <laughs> we go out, you always say, you say, you say, and, and to coach you specifically, George. I'm a grown man. I'll pay for my I'm meal. Pay for my own goddamn meal. Right, right. I'm gonna pay for my own stuff. You know what I mean? But if you give me fifty million dollars, I'm not turning down shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, there's no way. I don't no care. Way. Now I know the coach isn't there no more, so maybe that's you know maybe he's doing a I want to play for that coach type deal. Maybe somebody got done wrong. Maybe he's done with Westbrook. Maybe he got the word that Westbrook will be staying there. Who knows? But fifty million dollars is a lot of money. That's a lot of guaranteed money to turn down. Oh my Especially God. when, no matter what team he goes to, let's say he goes to some other team before the year, before the, the NBA season kicks off here in December, he's not going to get that kind of money. I know. He's he's not. So it, clearly he, he's not doing it for the money. He wants to do it for the championship or make a statement. That's one of the two things that he wants to do. But again, George, George, it's $50 million. Yeah. I, listen to me. I go to work. For this, I go to work to deal with people for $27 an hour, okay? You understand that? This guy, you can't go play a basketball game with people that you don't like for $50 million. I can sing and dance the national anthem, okay? Every game, I'm going to do it. And I'll do it with my feet playing the guitar Jimi Hendrix style for $50 million. You got to be freaking kidding me. And it's static the whole time. Oh, my God. I'm 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 listening to me. I'm coming up to Westbrook like a great teammate. Fifty million dollars changes your whole attitude. I don't care who you are. I agree. And then and if you do it for two years, it's a hundred million. You I could play it's a short season. I could play sixty games with these assholes. I could fake this for fifty million dollars. Westbrook, here it is. Here you go, bud. Here you go. You bud. open? Here it is, buddy. Go Think get your it. triple Think double. About Think about it. If if <laughs> For every assist, <laughs> for every assist that Harden would give Westbrook, let's say it's fifty on the year, right? Just uh, and he has more than that, but just to Harden would be just fifty assists, just to Harden. That means you get paid a million dollars per assist to pass a guy you don't like the ball. I hate him. Listen, here you go. As much as I don't like people, and there's a lot of people I don't like, if I got to pass you the ball for a million. A pass, brother. You can shoot it, bro. You can as more as all. How do you want, want this pass? You want a chest pass? You want the bounce pass? Right. Behind my back. You want you me to go lie. Jason Williams style and off the elbow? Remember Jason Whatever Williams? You Whatever you yeah. fucking want. Fifty million dollars. You're damn right, man. There's no way. So he's gonna go play. Uh, rumor is the Where Nets. Did he go? The Nets have been confirmed as one of the places that he wants to go now. This brings up a different aspect, and I'm going to put you on the clock. He's going to, if that was to happen, if it was to happen to, that he's going to go play at the Nets with Kyrie and Kevin Durant, how's that relationship between Kevin Durant and James Harden? Because remember, they had him in OKC. They were a bit younger. They were younger guys, but that OKC team was a fire team. It was a young team that just didn't know how to get together. I think if, now that they're older, if they try to do something, they might be better. But remember that Oakland team? It was freaking Westbrook, Harden, Durant, Ibaka, Perkins. They had a squad over there. They had a legit squad over there that could compete in the West. So do you think Durant and Harden work in the Nets? Do you think that becomes a good relationship? Listen, no. The the short answer is no. And and I'll elaborate and tell you why exactly. Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving did not go to the Nets to watch James Harden ball hog and shoot threes. That is not why they went to go play at the Nets. They I felt agree. they can play well with each other, pick and roll situations. They can pass the ball to each other and they can each have their moments in games. Right. There's a reason why Kevin Durant left the Warriors. Right. It wasn't the guy. Yeah. There's a reason why Kyrie left LeBron. Mm-hmm. He wasn't the guy. Now they get yeah. to come together and be the be the guy together. And now you want to add a ball hog two guard that will shoot the ball 25 times a game. Right. Score 35, 40 points. Sure. Win you a ton of games, but it's a really lot of fun basketball. 
It's not. Yeah. yeah. And Kevin Durant and, and Kyrie Irving sit there and get rebounds and because James Harden does not pass the ball. Oh, hell no. There's two things that James Harden is guaranteed not to do in a basketball game. In a basketball Okay, I thought you were going to say something else, but go ahead. <laughs> One of them is he's not going to pass the ball. Right. The second he's not going to play defense. Oh, I, I agree with that totally. And Kevin Durant's tired of freaking being fake. Remember, he was at the Warriors playing fake. Remember, right. he was, I, I don't want to play fake with somebody. He left there because he don't want to be fake no more. So, you know what I mean? I don't think he goes there. Um, I, I do think he ends up going somewhere else w- where that team is. We'll see. But I, I don't see the Nets, even though it's rumored and that's where Harden kind of wants to go. I don't really see it happening. Where do you see Harden ended up? I, I don't know, man. I, it's hard to, to, you know, Harden, it's Harden. He's going to, wherever he goes, he's going to start. Uh, he was coming off the bench when he played at OKC. So you're right. He wants to be the man. You know what I mean? Um, Kevin Durant, I know he doesn't want to play fake. The Nets, I don't know, man. These guys, maybe they could put their egos aside. We thought Westbrook and Harden could work. These guys were at freaking baseball games and hockey games together, and you could see them always together, but apparently it didn't work. Maybe some old stuff came back up. Who knows? I have no idea who he goes. I know that the Nets, if it is the Nets, the Nets are making a message saying, we are trying to load up to beat uh, the Lakers. That's what we're trying to do. You don't do that with the first-year coach and Steve Nash. Oh, you but, don't bring that kind of a headache but, but let's and be that honest. kind of a problem to well, the team. And, and you're right. That's what I'm saying. You don't you don't bring that guy there, but the owner must be like, well, to make it easy on you, <laughs> to make it real easy on you, you really don't got to coach coach. You just got to make sure these guys get to the game on time and, and wake up, you know what I mean, and, <laughs> and stretch and shit. Uh, they're going to take over the game no matter what. It, it is going to be very interesting to see this pan out and play out. I, I want to see how this works. Um, because again, there's, there's nobody's going to beat that Lakers team. That Lakers team, they're loaded for the next two years. So it's going to be interesting to see who can, who can do it. Cause we, we just heard the bad news with Clay Thompson over at, uh, from the Warriors. He tore his Achilles at a workout during a workout, bro. Tore his Achilles coming back from a knee injury. Now we, he, he's done for the season. So we don't even know if the Warriors are going to be competitive. They did They did have a good draft pick, the number two pick, uh, uh, James Wiseman, last night. They picked him up for the number two. Good basketball player, solid, um, good on defense. Will be a good center for him. But there's nobody to challenge those Lakers, man. And if, if the Houston Rockets are dismantled, Westbrook goes one way, Harden goes the other, or whatever the case may be, they're, they're dismantled right now. The Houston Rockets are not even competitive in the West no more. You know what I mean? Spurs aren't competitive. Yeah, the, the only thing, the, the only team that I think that could potentially, you know, take the Lakers to a game six in a series is the Phoenix Suns. They just traded for Chris Paul. Yeah. He's going to join Booker. Yeah. He's gonna, But again, you think about what other teams are there. You got the Nuggets who are there. The only one I well. think that can challenge them if this trade does happen, like, a, like the rumors have been happening with uh, the Greek freak. Giannis going to the Dallas Mavericks. That's the only team that I think can possibly challenge him in a Western Conference championship if that can happen. You know what I mean? Um, but everybody else is pretty much, they're done. So crown him. You might as well. You might, I mean, who's going to, who's, and it, I don't know, who's going to freaking challenge those guys? Hopefully my Miami Heat, we pick up some other guys. <laughs> Hopefully we pick up some of the trade and we go back out and try it again. But um, And this time we're not injured. But I don't know. The NBA draft did happen last night. I, I just want to get a couple thoughts. We won't stay long on it. We have uh, uh, some other things we have to talk about. But the NBA draft did happen last night. The Timberwolves did take the number one pick, Anthony Edwards. Everybody really thought Melo Ball was going to go uh, with the first pick. Melo Ball ended up going third pick uh, in the first round NBA draft to the Hornets. Uh, Patrick Williams to the Bulls as number four, and then Isaac O'Connor uh, to Cleveland uh, at number five. Good, good, solid pick. I, I don't know how strong this draft really is when you compare it to previous other, you know, other drafts. Um, one person on ESPN, Hadakar, uh, was saying this was the, the or on Twitter, I apologize, on Twitter was saying that this was possibly the sorriest freaking draft class of NBA athletes ever. I disagree with him. I do like James Wiseman. I saw him play um, over at Memphis. He, he was really good. 
I don't think it's going to be, it was a horrible draft. I really don't. But, you know, what do you, I don't know, man. The NBA, I haven't been excited for the NBA in a very, very long time. You know, watching the bubble made it exciting. Watching the heat made it exciting. But I haven't seen a really good draft class come out, shoot, maybe three or four years. Maybe. It's definitely been a long time since there's been anything exciting. You know, and the NBA draft is one of those things that no one really cares. <laughs> you hate to say it. it like that, but it's like, it's the truth. Like nobody, eh, nobody's having a draft. People don't get excited about it. Even the owners and GMs of these NBA teams, they're like, we don't want to draft. Can we just trade away the picks <laughs> for, for players? Can we just kill like some veterans now and we'll trade away draft picks. The, the one thing that I will say that I am concerned about going into this draft was the top overall pick. Mm. The top overall pick from Georgia, you know, Anthony Edwards made a comment. Okay. Earlier in the day. And, and the young man said, he doesn't even really watch basketball. Right. He doesn't watch basketball games. Basketball is just what he does mm. on game days. Ain't that something? That to me is a is a huge red flag because that tells me he's not in love with the game. All right, you don't want to put in the work. He doesn't want to put in the work and the film study to be great. Right. So you really think about you know a guy like how much longer, how long is his career going to be? He went first overall. You know, you really try to think about, you know, think about the year that Melo, Dwayne Wade, LeBron James, all those guys came out. Usually your first five picks are all-star guys, maybe Hall of Fame guys. Right. Who in the top five says Hall of Fame? I don't Who know. Who in the top five says all-star? Consistent all-star performer. That's true. None of these guys, yeah, you know, ball, you know, maybe. I can't deal with his father. Like I, I know Jordan's no, gonna. Bro. I can't deal with the dad. I'm sorry. I'm at the now, point in my life. I don't want. I don't want to talk to parents. You know what I mean? Do you have? Do you have two kids drafted in the top ten? No. No, he does. Yeah. Yeah. So he's obviously doing some right. Oh, of course. He's got two two yeah. of his kids yeah. are drafted now. In the top ten of, of NBA drafts, one went first overall, then one's going third, and, and the other one was a bust. He was a bust. This dude's going to be a bust well, too. So he sucks. He, hey, he was sixty six percent, and he's getting those fifty million, whatever you want yeah, me to do. Yeah, he's getting man. those millions. So who cares? He shrug. He shrug two of the three. That's yeah. okay. Uh, yeah, and and then there's going to be more NBA picks, man. Speaking of picks, man, with the I want to do the NFL pickums with you, man. You're still kicking my butt over there. Um, Yes, so let's Jesus. give the viewers a recap. Oh, gosh. Make yeah, it quick. Make it, make, just rip the Band-Aid off. All right, I'll do it. I'll, I'll rip the Band-Aid quick. Last week, you went a shocking and impressive 4-3. and three. Yes. You had some key games. You picked up that Virginia Tech <laughs> Miami game. Was, yeah, we did. We squeaked one. the shit out of that one. That was great. 24-23, 24-25, kind of against one-point victory. Beautiful. For Miami, I went 5-2. and two. Yes. On on the week. So, all right. What do we got on deck this week as we, far as games? We have I'm some excited. amazing, great, awesome games. And I say that sarcastically. I say that sarcastically. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. In college, man, we got Indiana versus Ohio State. I think we both know where this is going. Who do you pick? I'm Ohio State. Of course. Who? Justin Fields is a freaking animal. Can't believe that guy. But um, I think he's going to win the Heisman. But anyway. Ohio State. We got Oklahoma versus Oklahoma State, which you always know every year is a shootout. It's a shootout every year. It's always a shootout. It's who gets the 50 points first. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I'm going to go with Oklahoma here. I am too, man. I like Lincoln Riley. I think he can. I think he's going to pull it out. I love his GT. Uh, I don't know if you've seen it. We'll talk about it later. But I like his GT pull. I like how he pulls on power. Okay. Yeah, okay. It, looks, it looks really good, man. Uh, you got Syracuse versus Louisville. Uh, I like this because Louisville's been coming up here in the last couple weeks. Yeah, so that that game is actually that's tonight, seven o'clock. Yep. Um, if you guys are, or actually, it's on Friday. Friday. My apologies. Friday, yep. It's on Friday. Yep. Uh, if you guys want to tune in on ESPN, 
uh, I mean, it's a battle of two and six and one and seven. Yeah, yeah. I picked so, the game because I. Me. Well, I picked the game because it's still two tough teams. Like the ACC is just killing it. But go ahead. I'm picking Louisville. Damn it. So am I. So am I. Damn it. Syracuse runs no huddle, by the way. Yeah, it's okay. Tempo, tempo, tempo. All right, let's move on (laughs) to the NFL over here. Uh, We have a rematch between Arizona and the Seahawks. Arizona took the win the last time playing, uh, uh, which was a great game, by the way. If you guys missed it, it was a great game. But Arizona Seahawks, they play tonight. It's a Thursday night game. That's tonight. That's That's the one that's tonight. tonight. Right. Who do you got, boss? I'm saying Seattle at home. Oh, man. What are you doing right now? I want to pick, I want to take Seattle too. I can't. There's no way you come off that high of freaking DeAndre Hopkins in the back of the end zone. Crap. All right. I think Seattle, I think Seattle comes in and, and shuts him down. I can't go by, can't go by the heart. I'm not, win. I'm not going by the heart no more. Remember, I'm not doing it no more. You said you kept saying that. Yeah, yeah, I'm not doing it. Being 16 and 16, you got to do something. I'm going to the, I'm going with the Seahawks. Go ahead. I'm going with the Seahawks. All right, the next game we have, uh, uh, like you said, the Ravens and Titans. This is a must win for the Ravens in my book. Dropping two games. They got they got to win this one. Who do you got, so Ravens? Who, who drops? So both these teams, both these teams now have lost their last their last two games. Yes. All right, so it's, it's a situation here where, well, and actually the Titans have lost two of the last three. Yeah. That they, they squeaked out a win against the Bears. The Ravens. Have now, uh, they're the same way. They they won two. They've lost two of the last three. They they beat the Colts uh, last the week before last. So they're both six and three. Mm-hmm. They've been struggling late. The game is in Baltimore. Really, the game is in Baltimore. the The Ravens are favored by touchdown in this game. So I'm gonna ride with the Ravens. I'm saying the Ravens are gonna win the game. <sighs> I'm going to go with the Titans. Ooh, you're going with the old Derrick Henry running game downhill. I am, man. I'm going to go with them. I'm going to try to give them some hope. The last time I picked them, they, you know, I want to cuss again, but they screwed me over. <laughs> so I'm not, but I'm, I'm hopeful that they're playing at home and they, and they got something ready for the Ravens, especially with the Ravens playing in that sleet. I think some of the guys are going to be too worn out, too tired to recuperate and then get on a plane to go somewhere. But, that's okay. You got your Bucks at home versus the Rams. Um, oh boy, Monday night game. I just hope. So this, this is our third attempt at primetime games. Yes, you guys don't play well at night. We, we've learned we that. Don't. Yeah, we didn't do well in Chicago. Right. On a Thursday night, we we didn't do well against New Orleans. We did terrible against New Orleans on a on a Sunday night. Yeah. But you know what, Raul? They always say third time's a charm. <laughs> okay. And for us, you know, I read reports this week that the Bucks are actually practicing at night mm. in hopes of getting them more prepared and acclimated to night games. Again, you got to think about it. We were, we've been such a bad franchise. We've never played night games, let alone three in one well, year. Also, also, Bruce Arians came out on the on your Bucks.com, whatever that, Bucks News, whatever you want to call it, and said that the preparation has worn them out, he, the way they've been preparing for teams week in and week out, and that their team is – kind of worn down a little bit. So, yeah, they did change up how they practice. But I'm going to put this out there. I'm taking the Bucks before you say anything else. Okay. I'm taking the Bucks. Bucks. I knew you were. I already had that down before we even started the show. (laughs) (laughs) You can take the Bucks. The only thing that's a deciding factor for me, I need, I don't know, I don't think the Rams can score on your defense that well. I don't think they, I think they're going to struggle to do that. But I think, I think Brady struggles to score as well. Can we stop? Can we stop Aaron Donald? That's that's the question, man. Can we protect Brady? That's the question. And can man. we? And, and really, who does Jalen Ramsey guard? Who's he gonna line up against? Evans, Godwin, or Brown? Brown. You put him on Brown. You know why? You're starting to see flashes of Brown you in are. these games. Like Brady's starting, starting to open to the. Up. Yeah, you go to Brown. You you go to Brown, and and I feel confident the Rams could cover uh, Gronkowski one on one. Mike Evans, I feel like you can have a safety on top of him. You can you can be okay with that, but you don't not you do not let AB get loose because out of your receiving core, he's still the best receiver on your team. He, wow, he, whether he's played or not, statement. oh, he's the best receiver on your team. There's no doubt in my mind, he's the best receiver on your team. But I'm gonna go Rams just because. Oh boy, Brady doesn't like D lineman, man. He <laughs> he doesn't he doesn't like, and, and I know he's gonna check down like a motherfucker this week, but. 
I'm going to go Rams. I'm going to take those. The last game that I have for you, which is going to be a good game, I think, is Chiefs versus Raiders. They're playing in the dark hole, wherever that, whatever you want to call it, the dark abyss, the freaking, I don't know what they're calling that place, but it's scary. The black hole. The black hole. They're playing at the Raiders stadium, black hole. So who do you got, Chiefs or Raiders? So the, the Raiders won the last game in Kansas City in a shootout. Sure did. It was 40 to 32. Mm-hmm. I think Mahomes comes back highly upset and comes out and creates a statement. Yeah. And I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Chiefs here. I think the Chiefs win in, in a landslide. I don't think I don't think it's even close. I'm gonna agree with you. I think I think it's gonna be the Chiefs winning this game against the Raiders. I think I, I don't know what it is. They've been kind of on a hot streak here a little bit. Um I, I'm gonna go with Chiefs. I like the Chiefs beating the Raiders. I don't think they're gonna lose to them twice. I don't know. We'll see how that goes. I know you have I know you do your fantasy football stuff. I also want to talk to you about that real quick. Uh, we got probably about seven minutes left. But I want to ask you questions, okay? Sit them or start them? Well, I have these positions I want to Ooh. ask you. Now, before you ask those questions, yes, I have a bonus pick them for you. I am so glad you said bonus. Go ahead. Because you need the help. I'm trying to give you an extra game to No, pick. Don't, don't give me anything. Don't. I'm a no, man that earns his way here. But well, what, let, me hear, let me just hear wins. what you got. Let me hear your proposal, though. Let me hear what you got proposed. New Orleans versus the Falcons. Oh, Jameis makes his debut. Fuck, I know. For New Orleans. Yeah. Who you got? New uh-huh. Orleans or the Falcons, baby? <laughs> I don't want to let you pick first. Who you got? Because the easy choice is to pick New Orleans. I'm taking Falcons. <sighs> I'm taking Falcons. Why? I, I don't. I think Jameis loses the game. I think he just acts like. I think he, he just acts like James. Oh my God. I think he figures out, okay, it wasn't the Bucks. No, it wasn't the scheme. It's me. It's me. I think Sean Payne's going to hand the ball off 50 freaking times to try to control it so that everybody knows to load the box up. Everybody knows to send pressure at him. And everybody knows he can't see colors. So if your jersey is similar to what the Saints are wearing, you're pretty much okay because he doesn't know who the hell it is. Just to go opposite here because I want to extend my lead. <laughs> of course. In the pickums, I'm gonna go with the Saints. I do not trust because I because I think I think Jameis has one good game in him during this stretch, and this that's is what you say about a 60 year old man. You know what I mean? Like that's what you. I think he has one good mountain hike left, buddy. I think he can do it. You know what I mean? That's what you say when somebody's washed up, man. This kid is well, how old is he? He's up. like 27, 28. He's 26, 27 years old, something like that. Like maybe 30. Like come on, man. I don't believe I, one last. He's got one last hoorah. He's got to, <laughs> bro. Exactly he's he he's got to make <laughs> sure he exactly plays that. good for the next three weeks. Whether by uh, Drew Brees' ribs heal up, whether he's play, you realize or not, he's playing for his next contract right now. Oh yeah, it's a resume. Here's his audition. Yeah, for whatever Here's reason, Sean Payton right is really good at painting like the the guys that have rehabbed and, and they're back, just like he did Bridgewater, and he sent him over to Carolina. He's doing okay, but he's not doing great. So we'll see, man. I'm, I'm gonna take uh, Jameis. I think it's gonna be Jameis. Let me get to All these right, starting so pickums. You ready? The starting pickums. I'm pretty pumped about this oh, here. This, so what, this what do you great. got? This is gonna be great. The quarterback position. I need to know: Do you start or sit Justin Hubert or Lamar Jackson? Who do you start and sit? Oh man. So you know, we talked about this game earlier. You know, Lamar Jackson is facing the Tennessee Titans. Yep. It's a solid defense. You probably got some weather. Yes. In that situation as well. If I have both guys on my team, I'm going with the young guy who just got a fresh haircut. Looks like he's 16 again. <laughs> yeah. I'm going with I'm going with Justin Herbert. Um, I think if I'm playing, but Lamar Jackson is struggling to throw the ball. I think more teams are low in the box yeah. until Lamar kind of proves otherwise. I think he's playing more as a QB2 than he's a QB1. Justin's been on a tear the last couple of weeks. I think you start Justin. Nice. I have here Savon Ahmad or Melvin yep, Gordon. Your guy. Yep. Your guy with the Dolphins. Yep. I'm you know, biased, so go ahead. Ahmad made a great debut last week. Got majority of the carries mm-hmm. with Tua. You know, Melvin Gordon's dealing with, again, another backup quarterback. Drew Locke is not a lot to play this <sighs> sucks, week. Man. Sucks. They don't have any, any guys that can throw the ball to. Again, if I'm in a situation where I got either Melvin Gordon, who's the who's the flashy name, yeah, or I got a med, I think I'm going with the med this week. Nice. And it's shocker, 
Right, but then going with the mid this week, it's a safer play. He's going to get the touches. Yeah. You know, he got 80% of the carries last week, ran some routes as well. Tua being a rookie quarterback, you expect some check down, so he'll start getting some receiving yards and catch, especially in PPR leagues. Melvin Gordon really doesn't play the third down. You know, usually you bring in the, the Philip Lindsay's of the world yeah. to play the third down. If I got those two, I'm going with the mid. That's a good pick, man. And he's been doing good. Two and him are, are accommodate each other. At the wide receiver spot, man, I got Jacoby Myers versus Amari Cooper. I've been struggling with this one for, for a while now. Yeah, and, and this is, you know, Jacoby Myers was a free agent guy. You know, picked him up off of waivers for, for, for all of us. None of us ever drafted Myers going into the year. Uh, Amari Cooper, again, you know, he's getting Andy Dalton back this week. Yep. It seems like he's projected to get the start. Uh, on the other end, you got Myers, who's the only receiver in New England catching passes still. Uh, you know, him and Cam have been building <laughs> a really good is. rapport. You know, you, you got Amari Cooper, you got Michael Gallup, you got CeeDee Lamb over at the Cowboys. You know, for me, if I have Amari Cooper and Jacoby Myers, I'm starting Jacoby Myers over Amari Cooper the rest of the year. The guy's been hot. He's averaging six six catches and at least 50 yards or more in the last three games. Again, in the fantasy football world, that's 11, 12 points. That's what you want from a, from a receiver three. Amar Cooper, he may get a catch. He may not get targeted. Mm-hmm. Who knows? It's a Dallas Cowboys offense right now. Right. And for tight ends, I have Dalton Schultz and uh, Jonu Smith. Who do you? Which one do you think starts or, or sits? Yes, yeah, so, so Jonu Smith, you know, has been a favorite target of Tannehill in, in the red zone. Uh, you know, he seems to get a lot of red zone targets, play action pass, especially with Henry down the red zone. But Schultz, you know, for the reason that I don't like Cowboys receivers is a reason why I like Schultz. You know, you figure short, intermediate guy, dump off kind of guy on third down. He's been averaging at least four catches and 50 yards each game. Jonu he had two catches for 17 yards, but he had a touchdown. So he saved us because he had a rushing touchdown. Nonetheless, wasn't even a receiving touchdown. They brought him on a jet sweep on the two yard line. Who would have thought you have Derek Henry, you don't run the ball. You run a jet sweep to your tight end instead. Anyhow, he must've got that from Pete Carroll. Um, right. But you definitely, you know, I think in this situation, you go with a John Smith who's more established. Again, I'm staying away from anybody in that Cowboys offense, even including Zeke Elliott. If I can trade him, I'd get rid of him if I could and if I were you. But John Smith was a guy that I would look to start, especially against a Ravens defense that has been suspect to tight ends in the middle of the field. Uh, man, this is, this is a haul. Like you should be on ESPN doing this shit. This is good information. <laughs> I need to know this. And anybody and else that's fantasy football, they need to talk to us. For the guys out there, you know, I, I don't like to brag, but I like to give you facts to give you some of the data that I give you. I'm in four leagues. Mm. So I got four leagues out there. You know, all of them are very long tenured besides our, our OTC one that we do with our fans. That's that's a brand new one this year. But 10-0 and 0 in one, 7-3, and two others, and then the OTC with their fans actually the worst one I have. I'm six and four, yeah. and so definitely, you know, if you guys have any questions, shoot us an email, visit our website, hit us up on Facebook, let us know what questions you have, bro. Do you want to let them know the exciting news on coming up on Sunday? Uh, what's coming up on Sunday? <laughs> our live oh that's right Sunday morning listen Sunday morning you can catch us from what we're going from 10 to 11 I believe 10 in the morning 10 to, to 11, 11. That's it. 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern time we're going to go ahead and we're going to go live here to help with anybody that has questions about fantasy football okay and again if you have any questions you probably want to talk to George Moore I'm just going to be controlling the board bringing in the calls <laughs> but, but I want to be here too as well because this is all good information it gives you in-depth and as you could tell George probably has guys that can tell you what they ate the night before the game so this is serious Vegas stuff right that's going on over here you, you don't want to miss any of that. But Sunday morning from 10 a.m. to 11, I promise you it's not going to ruin or, or stop your day from anything. You can actually, like, as you clean the house, turn us on and do your app at the same time as you're vacuuming and cleaning your house for your girlfriend, wives, or whatever you're doing, okay? Uh, but it'll be fun Sunday morning, man. I can't wait to do that, man. I totally forgot we're doing it. <laughs> yeah, and if you have questions in advance, shoot us an email at ontheclock20 at gmail. 
dot com. That way we get them we get them fired up and ready to go to answer those for you. You can listen to the live show as well. We'll be Facebook Live via StreamYard. So you can definitely ask the questions to us there. We'll have a text line and a call in. If you want to call in and, and ask your questions live on the air, you can do that as well. Just hit us up. We'll give you the phone number for you to call to join. It's gonna be an exciting time. I, I can't I literally cannot wait. I can't either, man. It's gonna be good stuff, man. And again, it's going to be some clowns calling, but I I look forward to having some of that fun. I really do. Uh, but George, man, that's all the time we got for On the Clock today, man. I hope you have a beautiful day. Take care of yourself. If you're listening, if you're driving, be careful. Take your time getting to work. You're already late, so it doesn't matter. Uh, just be a little bit later. Tell them that your car broke down or you were listening to On the Clock Radio, whatever you want to do. But also, <laughs> make sure you take care of your families, take care of each other, wear a mask, and, and try to be protective, okay? Yeah, if you guys enjoyed today's show, please hit follow slash subscribe on your favorite podcasting station. That way you get notified of future podcasts. You can visit our Facebook page and website at On The Clock Radio. You can join the debate on our Facebook page. It gets pretty heated with debates and conversations there at On The Clock Sports Talk. Find us on IG and social media by simply searching On The Clock Radio. Until next time, you're on the clock.